With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Hello and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Run it back! Run it back! You're scaring me already tonight. You're making me jump already, all right? I don't think I need coffee for the next few minutes. You've already scared me with Sean McVay. No, all good. Right, feeling good now. Got to scare you, in, scare you straight here on your, your I Hate Baseball Tuesday. Oh, Laker you, mockery coming up here in short order. I mean, we got everything. I don't. I don't think I need an alarm clock. I just need Sean Run McVay the bullhorn yelling outside my window every day. That probably would sell. Up. Hey man, that would sell a lot of units at ninety nine cent per. I can tell you that. He's just standing there staring at his clock, going, "Okay, at thirty nine, four, fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine. Okay, turn the microphone on. Run it back. Well, what, what if that was back. the wake up service? Sean McVay charges you a thousand dollars. You call him, but you know, like the old services, make sure I get my wake-up call. Run it back! Run it back! Run it back! And he just stands over you, yelling that into a microphone. Until Have a nice day. Out of bed. All right, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up, I'm out of bed, okay. And then he says, all right, thank you, and he leaves, goes to the next, goes to the next room or goes you to the next house. You hear him screaming down the hallway. That's what it is. So it's like a snooze the next uh, room he gets to. Yeah, forget about going to TV. That's how he's got to make money. You could be the your your personalized wake up service. Him with a microphone in your. I got an eight. I got a very busy day. I got an eight o'clock wake up. I got an eight fifteen. I got two eight twenty fives. I got to get there and there pretty fast. I got an eight forty. I got three nine o'clocks. So yeah, I'm 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 hopping today, man. I, I got a busy day. That's it. The wake up call becomes like a Zoom call. I got to wake up hundreds of people at one time. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, but I thought I'd turn my computer off. It doesn't matter. You just hear Sean McVay through the computer. It turns itself on to hear me all run it back. It oh, just, yeah, hear him howling uh, through the night. It's kind of like when you, we, we had that famous interview where you listened for the bell coming around oh. the corner, knowing that horse meat sandwich and goodness was coming your way. Well, now it's Sean McVay running through the streets. Oh, I thought I silenced my phone, but apparently no. I, <laughs> run I, it I, back! <laughs> run it back! <laughs> It gets louder. <laughs> real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7 Discover, exceptionally common sense. Well, today is why I hate Rob Manfred. I, I, I have absolutely no use. You hadn't already crossed for, that no, uh, chasm I, yet? <laughs> look, I, it's just, today, look, this is why and now many people are seeing just how Bad a commissioner he is, not just because. Hey, he you can't leave get a your hunk of metal loving commissioner oh. alone. You know, and and that's that's the thing is that look, we we find out today, Major League Baseball cancels the first two series of the season, so basically the first week has been wiped out because the players and the and Major League Baseball could not come to agreement on a collective bargaining issue. Uh, the reports were that. Major League Baseball extended their best and last final offer. The players said no, and so now games have been canceled, which is what Commissioner Rob Manfred had threatened if they didn't get an agreement done by the deadline today, which was at 5 p.m. Now, it's everybody's hope that the negotiations continue. It seemed like they were making pretty good progress last night. They were meeting after 1 o'clock in the morning in Jupiter, Florida. I think they were at Denny's, and they were ordering moons over Miami and figuring stuff out, but we didn't get it today, and this is why I can't stand him. This is, this is what gets me about Rob Manfred. All commissioners, look, you got to be businessmen, right? I understand this. And you have, to, you have to detach yourselves from emotional issues with players and with issues. Roger Goodell, clearly. Look, you know Roger Goodell is not loved by the players. But in the end, Roger Goodell and the players work for a pretty good agreement that everybody likes. And could the players get more? Sure. Could the owners want more? Sure. But everybody's making money and the sport goes on. Even Gary Bettman in the National Hockey League now knows, okay, I got to get the best deal I can. And and when it comes down to it, I'm going to do the owner's bidding. But in every other sport but baseball, Mike, I always get the sense that even if we don't like each other, we know we have to work together to make it happen, right? We, even, if we, even if the players hate the commissioner and they, they know we, eventually we got to work together because this is a sport and we got to go forward. I don't get that with Rob Manfred. I don't get that he even likes baseball. I mean, I, he, I, he definitely d- can't stand the players. I think Rob Manfred's dream for baseball would be to have baseball without actually having to have the players play the games. Like, could we somehow have the sport without the players playing? Because I can't stand the players, right? He's never said a good thing about the players. He's always he's talked about the World Series trophy. As you said, a hunk of metal. He couldn't wait to reward the trophy to a, a deserving owner. He has been so anti-player, and he's so over the top with it. And that's the part about it is that – how can you go forward? This is your leader of your sport. I get that he's going to work for the owners. I think everybody understands that at the end of the day. But he is so anti-player, and he doesn't even pretend about it. At least other sports can pretend. It's an immediate turnoff. It's an immediate turnoff. And if that's not enough, him smiling at the press conference today after announcing, yeah, I'm canceling the first week of games, and he didn't really answer any questions, very evasive, smiling a couple of times. And I'm saying to myself, this is the commissioner of Major League Baseball who really doesn't seem to care that they cancel games, who's smiling on television, can't even give the moment the gravity that it seems because he doesn't care. Because he doesn't care about the players. He, he, he cares. He doesn't, he doesn't give one. It, what's the line from the Knives Out? I don't give one iota. He doesn't give one iota about the players and what they want. And everything has been, let's blame them. We want to make sure it gets out that the players got, a, got an offer and they rejected it because we want that to be the the storyline and, and how it develops from here he, he's just I, I I can't even look at him and say he's a good guy for the sport because clearly the players are the ones that make the sport go it's everybody comes to see no one comes to the games to see the owners no one comes to the games to see hey look at the money I made here on 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 your rule five and and here's money I'm making from the rookie pool People come to see the players, right? And I get that. And he just can't even make it seem like, okay, I want to do something to help them. His attitude is awful. His optics are awful. And I can't stand that because this guy's supposed to be the leader of a sport, and this is how he comes across. Well, there's so much to it in, in terms of the just bad 
bad language, bad body language. Just we, we talked about it a lot during the NFL season, Jason. Just coach after coach that look like an idiot and GMs that look like idiots going up to microphones to try to discuss games, roster moves, etc. Like they'd never taken a single hour of a press availability course, right? How to answer questions, how to effectively message things without giving away the farm, all of those things without looking like you're well, just grasping for air. Uh, and so that's, that's kind of where we're at here with Rob Manford is once again, there, there's just no confidence, but so long as the owners get kind of what they want, he keeps going. I mean, this is where the master work that is uh, Roger Goodell really shows off here. Right, the compare and contrast. Because every other owner does the same thing that that Manfred was trying to pull off today. There was no best offer that came out. The luxury tax gap is laughable. They're basically trying to institute, here's the salary cap for the next couple of years while raking in far more revenue and just pocketing it all. Uh, it, it's it's absurd, right? We There's a million other issues, uh, the minutia, that I, I would gather most folks don't really care about. Right. The explain it to me like I'm five is uh, you you didn't negotiate in good faith and then you used your guys in the media uh, like puppets yesterday to get out what you wanted in terms of things being close. Right. The players back in time time again saying, look, we're looking at the competitive balance. We're looking out for the young players. They've made a concerted effort of that during this entire thing. Chris Bryant situation, among others, right? But he he was probably the poster child uh, for service time issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay down in the minor leagues. But he's ready. Doesn't matter. He's not coming up. You know, those kind of situations uh, to, to try to work to that, the international uh, agreements and trying to make, the, make it more fair to have a shot at a player uh, coming into the league. All of those things roll through. But for the players – it's it's now quite obvious the the goal is to get people mad that the players won't accept a deal, no matter how bad it may be, uh, without going through the hours and hours of PowerPoint presentations. Most folks are going to say, well, I had to go back to work, X, Y, Z, uh, you know, issues that we had, our union, our, our agreements, my work from home, right? We've had some of those battles of, you know, how much do I have to come back to an office, whatever, whatever else. But ultimately, hey, people are back at work, right? They're not sitting on the sidelines as best as they can help it. And for the Major League Baseball, now the ploy is, well, the longer they're out, the banking on public sentiment to turn and maybe create cracks in the union uh, that, as of now, aren't there. Well, look at some of the things that just just to try. Listen, they they, they want to try to break the union, of course. That, of and, course. And Tony Clark, who is the head of the MLBPA, talked about that today. But just just the whole Manfred doesn't get the game and and doesn't get what it means to to be the leader of a game, and you have to be look like you're leading everybody. It's like it's like being the president, right? You got to be the president of everybody, not just the people that vote for you. Right, you're the president. That's what said said by I'm the president of everybody. Right, it's FIFA. No, it's true. He was true. You got to be. That was the only positive thing he did. Although people were shoving stuff into his pockets uh, (laughs) from both sides. Well, he was was taking money from everyone. No, but that's what I mean. They were shoving money into his pockets (laughs) while he was saying he was the president of everybody and being happy about it. But but it's such it's such a thing where he's only the the commissioner for the owners, right? In the last two days, what did we find out? Baseball said, "Hey, we want a pitch clock, we want to ban shifts, and we want to have larger bases." And it's like. Wait, what? What are you coming to the table with? We're we're down at at the one yard line of negotiations, and it's about money and revenue. And look, it all comes down to splitting money and revenue. And and you come in with we want a pitch clock, we want to ban shifts and have larger bases. It's, where is this coming from? Where was Did you just have, did you just run into somebody on the street that said, you know what? I wish they had larger bases. Boy, I tell you, I, I think larger bases. Well, so would be George Costanza asking oh, to change yeah, the sure. yeah change the uniform fabric. I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why, how this shows up the last two days before. Oh yeah, we want this. Oh, we want it's absolute bases. lunacy, right? I mean, I mean in the end, is... and even the thing that everybody kept saying, "Oh, this is going to be inevitable," and we talked about it yesterday. And what did I keep telling you? Until I get the Frank Langella-like gif at the end of 
of draft day, you know, we had a great day and everybody's in unison and singing and yelling Super Bowl or Todd Bowles or World Series or whatever the hell they would they would chant at that moment. Um, I wasn't going to believe it, and the, even the twelve game playoff now my, is back off the table. As they say, well, you're taking away salaries. You already got ninety canceled games, right? I was looking at the White Sox schedule the other day. You know, you're always trying to figure out, hey, when you're going to be able to get to a series and how quickly. Sometimes they open out here in Anaheim. Unfortunately, not the case. Uh, back in the Midwest for April, but now, you know, those games are wiped away, 90 in total to get things started. And the players, at least for now, are resolute that, you know, they need their full salaries or you're not getting those expanded playoffs. So it's a matter of, all right, at some point, how much is, you know, penny-wise, pound-foolish in terms of your your overall goals to get your revenue back on par, you know, before the two COVID years that you just had and that you're trying to get yourself back to base X. Come on. You know, th- this is part of, and this case into what, what, when I, when I brought up what, why suddenly we want a pitch clock, we want, we want bigger bases and something. When I examine and you want to examine what goes through here. I would guarantee you this is the strategy of Rob Manfred and the owners. Let's see if they'll take all this stuff that we really want and change we want to make. And let's see if we can use April as a negotiating ploy. Are all of you okay, all of you owners okay with whatever money we lose in April? And most of the owners would say, yes, April's very difficult. Attendance after opening day is not that great. There's rain, there's snow. I, I don't make any money in April. All my money is when the weather is nice, you get into the summertime. Okay, great, so we're going to use this as, as, our, uh, as our point. So when I see that, when, when, when I see, hey, we're canceling the games no matter what, and the, and, the, and the league is asking for stupid stuff like bigger bleeping bases, I go, this is what they wanted all along. They wanted to take this into the season so they could put pressure on, on the players because they're losing money, losing salary, and let's get this going by the beginning of May. The owners are okay losing that co- whatever cash they lose in April because they're going to get concessions from the union on the back end to find a deal, and that's how we're going to see the season. I mean, honestly, that's how I look at this with Rob Manfred, because why didn't we have any, any meetings in the last three months? Rob Manfred was asked that today and said, oh, well, we, we were here 10 days ago ready to bargain. Oh, you had three months, but he, he, he completely blew that off. This is what I mean when I say the guy doesn't even like baseball. The guy doesn't like fit, doesn't like the game, doesn't like anything about it. Seems like being being the commissioner of baseball is like it, it annoys him that he's got to do this. Like, well, I signed a contract, so I got to do this for a while. It's impossible. I can't stand him because of that. Because I could see some of the things that he wants to do and and what he wants to accomplish, and none of it makes baseball better. It all it all is a way to try to let's cut corners, let's try to put more money in the owners' pockets, even if it absolutely hurts the game. And that's kind of what he does. Well, what's what's interesting, and obviously we'll talk about this throughout the night, guests uh, uh, next hour, but the the idea that we, at this point, like in the NFL, you always know where people stand. Right now, Rob Manfred is the shield for everybody. Mm. You have ideas of where different teams might be in terms of issue to issue, uh, but you, you have no clarity uh, as opposed to the other negotiations that we usually watch. Dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99. And they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination well we'll have more on the major league baseball impasse coming up twitter at how about a fresca mike at swollen dome but straight ahead tom brady's return to the nfl just got a little complicated this is fox sports radio tom brady's never been hotter be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app there's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations, they do apply. So I almost called you last night at like 1.30 in the morning, Harm. Okay, because I would have been up. I, because I, there, was a, there was a movie on TV that was titled Hobo Something. Oh wow! And I think Nicolas Cage was in it. I almost called and said, "Dude, there's a movie named Hobo on." And but and then but I was like, "Nah, you're probably sleeping." I said, "I'll tell you about it today." And then I forgot about it all day. And then, of course, that just reminded me hearing it that it was called Hobo something. And I wanted to say Nicolas Cage was in it. Hobo wow. with a shotgun is that it? Yeah. And then with Nicolas Cage is that it? No, I thought it's Harmon. No, 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 no. We're not okay. talking about Harmon. Okay, hang on. Is the name well, of the movie Hobo, really with, the Hobo with the shotgun? I think that's it. Is that really it? I mean, well, there's, there's a movie called Howard. that, so yeah. Okay, all right. I think yeah, no, that that's a Rutger Hauer movie. Okay, a Rutger, oh, no, well, okay, Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer was a Nicolas Cage of the 80s, so that's okay. Uh, Although so I do want to see that, that new Nick Cage movie that's coming out. Yeah, what, Ghost Rider 4? No, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. an insane thing where he plays himself, <laughs> and he's got a fan. Who is the guy that was in uh, Wonder Woman 84? The guy Chris that Pine? plays on The Mandalorian, right? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's um, his face? Um, uh, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's yeah. like a crazed fan that pays a million bucks for Nick Cage to come, and, and chaos ensues. Neil oh, Patrick really? Harris is in it. Yeah, I've seen the trailer a couple times. Okay. I, I'm going the day it shows up. Like, ah. I, I forget what the uh, the title is, something pretty funny, too. Okay. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Can he pull it up? Uh, very fast. Well, anything where Nick Cage plays himself. Yeah, I mean, it is the I mean, unbearable got, weight great. of massive talent. All right, it's a real name. awkward title. I would, I would have retitled that. Nah, I, I like it. it. It's pretty good. Being uh, Nick Cage. Pedro Pascal is the guy I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Be, yeah. Being Nick Cage. 
but Nick, ba- Nick, that's Nick, essentially Nick it. Cage Nick unfiltered. Cage. <laughs> yeah, so he gets into a bunch of action stuff. He's down, uh, you know, needs some cash. Okay, and this this is the the deal he and I'm looking for. Any movie he made that might have had hobo in it, and I, I don't see it. <laughs> I, again, like I said, it, it was late, so, but I thought it was Nicholas Cage. Might have been hobo delusional. With a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations. They do apply. Uh, right now, Dallas and the Lakers, 16-13 LeBron starting at the five tonight for Los Angeles uh, midway through the first quarter as the Lakers look to continue to free fall through the standings as things get worse and worse for L.A. as the season goes on. We'll keep you updated there. But again, it is early here. Um, Tom Brady's return to the NFL just got a little more complicated, and I think he's got to borrow from Brett Favre when he does come back, which is inevitable. Uh, the some of the stuff that was said today at the NFL Combine for Brady, and, and look, as time goes on, I think everybody is on is on my side. Look, Brady's not really retired. This is not how the goat retires. He doesn't retire and have people wondering if he's going to come back, and then he doesn't he doesn't put it to bed by saying, "No, no, I'm done. Oh, I'm taking the day at a time." So we know he's coming back. But it would have to be with Tampa Bay or nobody, at least. That's what Bruce Arians had to say earlier today. After GM Jason Light said, oh, we'll leave the light on for Tom Brady. Jason Light saying, we'll leave the light on. You see you see where that is, is there? I'm Tom yeah, Bodette. Good, yeah. We'll leave the light on for you. Uh, Jason Get Light that saying, fiddle going. Blip, blip, blip. <laughs> we'll leave. The, our, our rooms look like this in the dark. Uh, the Leave the light on for Tom Brady. Hey, that sounded great. But then Bruce Arians doing an interview on NFL Network later on in the day was like, oh, no, no. Tom Brady comes back and plays for us, or he doesn't play anywhere. If he comes back, I, I don't think so because of the reasons he retired. Uh, but uh, if he does, he's going to be playing for us. Yeah, that's it. Not playing for somebody else. If he does, he's playing for us. Uh, things just got a little yeah. more complicated for Brady. No, this is well, because he, ex- he extended saying, hey, if, would they accommodate a request to get rid of him? Nope. Bad, nope, bad business. business, right? Bad Ask business. what it would take. Five number ones. Maybe. <laughs> I love First it. thing is, you know this is now acrimonious with Bruce Arians. And Tom Brady's retirement was not done just, hey, I'm done. And, oh, I loved all my time in Tampa Bay. No, you know he was done. We heard reports that he and Bruce Arians weren't getting along. But the fact that Arians had that answer ready when he was asked, hey, is Tom going to, oh, you know, Tom's retired. He's great. If he does come back, we'd love to have Tom back. What would you do if he wanted to come back with another team? Oh, I don't know, man. I mean, he's retired. He's enjoying his life. The fact that he had that answer ready of, oh, no, no, we're not going to trade him. He plays for us or not at all, tells you they have had that conversation and this is going to be more difficult for Brady to return if he wants to. All right, that's something that's gone on. Hey, if he comes back, he's coming back with us. We are not going to allow him to Brett Favre himself away and get to a different team where he can come back and hurt us because Favre did that with the Jets in 2008 when the Packers let him go and finally traded him to the Jets he played a year with the Jets, and then he wanted to get back to Minnesota. So he played a year. He said he was retiring. He wanted the Jets to let him go. The Jets let him go. And then in August, he says, hey, I'm free. I'm going to go play for Minnesota, which is where he wanted to get to all along. Favre decided at that point, look, I'll do a season anywhere else. And then after this year, I'm going to go to Minnesota, which is where I want to be. And so he's, I'll even play with the Jets. Okay, I'll play with the Jets for a year. Oh, it's really bad. You really hate me, Green Bay. You're sending me to the bleeping Jets. So he played for the Jets. And then after the Jets moved out, look, I'm not playing. I'm done. The Jets drafted Mark Sanchez. And they were moving on. So now, hey, you're moving on. Let me go. And you knew he wanted to come back. And that's what's happening. He's going to have to do that. He's going to have to find some way to find a way back that's not, oh, I mean, I can't just come back and play? Because uh, looking at him and judging by how things went, does he really come back with Tampa Bay? Is Tampa Bay a already-made Super Bowl-caliber team that's just, hey, if things go better for us? No. Tampa Bay's a team that had their day. They signed their veterans. 
Now they're going to lose guys. And you know that now they're going to lose players because they kept everybody together for this last years, and now they spent a lot of money, and now they have to do something else. They have to rebuild their team. He's not going to Tampa Bay. Prefer destination. Whatever that's going to be, whether it's San Francisco or another team, he wants his preferred destination. So now I kind of look at it where it is a little bit like Favre, where instead of maybe playing this year, he sits out and says, okay, you know what, I'll come back next year. Uh, next year it'll be easier for me to come back and Tampa Bay will have to let me go and I'll, I'll be able to go and play wherever else I want to because they will have moved on, going on, and, and, and this, is, this is how it's going to work. I'm 44. I can play till I'm 50. I just got MVP votes. I'm playing at a high level. I'm confident in my body and, and my system and my pajamas and my avocado ice cream that I can come back after a year away and go play and play three or four years. At wherever I want to go, whether it's San Francisco or someplace else. That's my plan. That's more looking like what Brady's path back to the NFL is. Now i got to wait out Tampa because they're, they're going to really stick it to me about coming back because I'm retired and now it's, no, 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 we're not just going to let you go. You play with us or not at all, so now it's going to be more difficult. So that's more kind of the, the plan I see Brady sitting out of you and then early next year we see it because clearly – Look, if he gets the itch in a couple of months and it's, hey, San Francisco wants him, they're not going to let him go do that. It's going to be, no, sorry, dude. He's going to have to wait out a year and then come back. Well, good luck uh, doing that. I enjoyed Arians also saying, uh, quote, he slammed the door shut when I talked to him. I think like a lot of these guys, he liked to, likes to have his name out there. So kind of mocking Brady a little bit uh, in terms of the uh, thirstiness for attention of Willie or Woney. But it's the... The opportunity here for for the Buccaneers, I I don't think the window's shut. Look at the NFC. How many great teams are there? One, one, and even that, you know, the the Rams were were pushed to the brink by by the Bucs in that game, right? And you you think maybe you get Tristan Wirfs healthy, healthy. Maybe you're able to keep Jensen on the offensive line. He may get too big an offer to leave. Uh, you got to shore up the wide receiving core uh, and, and tweak the backfield. But, I mean, there, there's opportunity. A lot of that def- defense is still young. you got a couple of pass rushers that you have to decide whether you want to go one more year or not. But, again, you know, it's, it's retooling. It's not a complete rebuild. And within the conference, you know, assuming – Rodgers either gets his way out or uh, leaves uh, by by way of you know backpacking across Europe this this next fall. That who else are you scared of in the NFC? Right, you got you got the Rams, who look like they're going to be ready to make another run. Okay, that's fine. Everybody else is is tweaking their their rosters or has a, a quarterback that wants to be traded and has removed their team from social media one after the next or had their agent write some insipid full page ad about you know their their client and how much they love and want to win a Super Bowl. Still, just bothers me. Twenty four hours later, uh, between that and Rob Manfred, it was not a good sports day. It was tough, you. man. It was a tough. No, day. it's it's bad. And now I'm watching the Lakers and LeBron's crying for fouls. I mean, it's going to be a long night here uh, as well. But for Tom Brady, yeah, I, I'd love to see him do what. The, look, I, I'm waiting for somebody to stand up and be that guy. Can Tom Brady be the guy we finally have been looking for in the NFL to say, "I'm done with this. Get rid of me." Not passive-aggressively, not through the media back channels. Use your Let's Go podcast to get after it and just say, you know what, I don't want to come back to Tampa. Things soured. I mean, Bruce Arians, like you said, you know, you can read a little bit into that, and and sometimes Bruce is a smartass, so maybe you take it with a grain of salt, but there also seems to be a little more to what Rich Ornberger was telling us. Yeah, look, he had uh, had the answer ready. He had the answer ready of. I'm but he knew combative. that was going to be the first I'm question combative. too, though. Right, but then, but you could always blow it off. Oh, hey, look, Tom's retired. He closed the door. Everything is great. If you ever wanted to come back, of course, we'd love to have Tom. Uh, but would you let him go to another team? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I that's but not Jason, even something we're talking about. Maybe Bruce Arians he, likes his name out there, just like he says Tom I'm, Brady. Does. I'm sure he does. But the fact that he would make it combative with Brady, why would you do that if you really wanted the guy back? If you really said, oh, we want him back and, or let him do whatever he wants to do. No, no, no. The fact that he made it combative right away, if he comes back with us, we're not trading, that's bad business. Whoa, that tells you there, there is something going on there, and they're going to make it impossible for him to return yeah. with any team other than Tampa Bay. As they should, because mm. it would be bad business. Mm. As you just said, the guy's looking like he could play till 50 and got MVP votes and probably should have won it. 
So why why should he walk away? But if you're the Buccaneers, you still have a very valuable asset if he is saying, I want to be traded. So, yeah, uh, he wants to go somewhere else. They're going to make it as difficult as possible. And I say bully for them. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Seth, what's happening, man? How you been, guys? How are yeah, you? About in a minute. I thought you'd have like four more podcasts by now. Uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I fell asleep editing this one. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> no, hey, you got really to talk to Liz no, Gillies. A really That's a big one. deal. Yeah, Liz Gillies was great, and she did a shout-out, um, this, this star of uh, Dynasty, and she was uh, Jade and Victorious, and she, uh, she, she, she gave like a video message for my kids so that they could play for their friends. And then afterwards, on the tape, she says, I always make the dads look out to be cool. Oh, good that's move. pretty cool. I dig that. That's pretty nice uh, about like, it. Right on, right on. Like you, you played the game. You knew what I was asking for. You knew what it could do for me. She did it. It was great. Wow. There you go. Wow. So yeah, the podcasts are going well. All right. Oh, by the way, by the way, here's a great segue for you guys. 
Okay. My lo- the lowest rated episodes of 2021 of Sports with Friends were all baseball centric. Who'd you have on? I'm not going through the guest list. My point is <laughs> that's when I had I you said, and Harmon on to talk baseball. <laughs> I, I said, I said, uh, I said to the folks that that you know track that kind of thing. I said, what uh, what's our goals for 2022? He said, try to stay away from baseball. I said, that's a pleasure, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Rob Manfred's. Uh, we're staying away from baseball. That's kind of what. That's kind of how it's going for him. Well, if Justin is feeling, you know, frisky today, he could uh, go through the archives. We called this three years ago. Yeah. And we talked about it on the show. I mean, the fact of the matter was, is that I was against the 2020 season. I thought that with COVID running rampant, this is all pre-vaccine. I said that what they should have done was bag the season, blame it on COVID. Nobody, people would have been angry, but not the vitriol that you would have gotten now that we are supposedly past this pandemic or getting to the point of where we're past. And now is when you're canceling games. I had suggested back in 2020, I knew this was coming. We knew after the last collective bargaining agreement that the players felt that they were beaten and they didn't want that anymore. And they are resolved. And so what I thought was, you know, lock yourselves in a hotel, uh, quarantine for 10, 14 days, whatever it was back then, and don't leave until you have a new CBA so that when it was deemed safe to go back on the field, you didn't have petty bull, bull crap to, to, to get in your way. And baseball doesn't have that kind of foresight. The thing that I have taken away from this entire lockout has been the only people that complain about this are 40-plus. Are 20-year-olds really Im- impacted by this in any way, shape, or form? You guys sound, when you talk about missing your April Day baseball, it sounds like it's 1985 and you're looking for Sparky Anderson. <laughs> well, I mean, as a kid growing up in Chicago, I did get to ru- rush home to birthday boy Harry Carey uh, telling me about the, the lovely people in the stands random stories about Cracker Jack prizes he never got, and all of those things. And living out on the West Coast, Seth, as you know, you basically wake up, get the kids to school, and you turn on the TV, and there's a there's day baseball from Cleveland or Detroit or whatever, uh, which is which is good for me. I, I'm, I'm looking out for number one here, Seth, is really what it's all about. <laughs> listen, I, listen I, I owe my career to this sport. You know, this is my passion when I was coming up in the world, but – the fact of the matter is the on-field play has changed. The people running it do not have the passion that we had about it when we were kids. And this is the first season. I am literally not applying for any credentials. I, I, wow. I don't want to be a part of this. You know, what I can't, I, I see this as just being destructive. And the reality of it is, is that as this lockout continues, if they don't seem to care, why should I? And my problem with the lockout has not been about the dispute itself. My problem with it has been none of it has been about the actual on-field play. None of the talk about the future of the sport is how to make more balls hit in play and less strikeouts. And they can't do that. And so if you want to talk about super twos, and you want to talk about service time. The best proposal I saw was where they wanted to give the winners of the Rookie of the Year Award a extra, uh, a less, one less year of service time. You're going to put that pressure on sports writers? <laughs> well, it's like the, the guys in the NBA, right? Uh, Jason Tatum talked about it at the All-Star break. Guys voting me second team cost me $30 million in my max. Of course. Of course it does. And so what I'm thinking to myself is, you know, if they could turn the focus, and even if they said, hey, you know, we're not going to start till June, but we're going to have a better product, I think more people would be responsible, responsive to that. And that's what I want to see. You're not going to hear you that. 
But the thing is, Seth, Seth Everett, longtime baseball insider with us here, Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. Look, I said for a long time, people don't care who's, who's at fault. Like, people don't care. People don't care if it's the players want more or what the owners are keeping. People just don't care. We've been without baseball. We've been without a lot of things the last couple of years. When, the baseball, when baseball starts playing, they'll start playing. People will come back. Everybody will watch. It's still there. It's, it's going to happen. What, what, what yeah, I but, can't... but our former employer, our, our former employer signed a new television contract ESPN signed a contract that would make put, pay more money to show less games. What is that telling you? It's a beautiful, yes, uh, beautiful world ESPN, for them, right? ESPN wanted less games on their national air, a network that has six channels and all the time in the world to fill it with. They said less baseball is better for our product. Sure. Look, well, you can do more highlight shows showing the best of baseball each day. <laughs> we can have the best of first take, you know, the best of the best of first take. Look, I, look, I, I'm not, I'm not doubting that baseball, that live programming. Live programming means different things to different people when it comes to programming networks and when, when who can use it more and who can and, and who can't use it. And when it comes to baseball, when they come back, look, 162 game season may have seen its day. It may be something time. You know what? 162 games. We just we just can't financially push it anymore. Maybe we get down to 140 games. Maybe it's 130 games. Whatever it is, it winds up being. Maybe we don't play in April at all. Maybe we don't play in October anymore, and we play everything in September. Like those are things you you talk about that would that would help the game. And this gets into my point. We, we you just had the whole thing about look. Let's put the ball and play more. Is that I look at all the things that have gone on with Rob Manfred, and I go. This is a guy in charge of the sport that doesn't really seem to like it. Doesn't seem to like the play. He hates the players, and he and he and he can't, and it, it 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 like it pains him to actually have to say something good ever about them. And it's it it comes through in every aspect of conversation and 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 breakdown of this situation. And it's just really difficult. It's why it's why I can't stand the guy because he can't even fake it. Like, hey, we're all in this together, and we all you know you may hate me and I may hate you, but we got to work together because we know that this is how it goes. Because this is what happens in the NFL. NFL, hey, they may hate Roger Goodell, but we're working together because everybody's getting paid. We got to keep this train going. But I, I don't get that at all from Rob Manfred. I mean, I, I he he's like a he's like a guy that 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 only has the job and he goes to it grudgingly every single day. Well, I met Rob Manfred in 2002 when he was the lawyer for the league in the almost strike of 2002. And at the time, I was introduced to a gentleman who's no longer with us, a guy by the name of Jimmy Lee Solomon. And I was convinced that Jimmy Lee Sullivan was going to be Bud Selig's replacement. If I had known that Rob Manfred would have been handpicked by the owners to be the next commissioner of baseball, I would have made him buy every round and every pizza. I and thought you were going to say you would have sabotaged it yeah, to keep him I from becoming too. the commissioner. Wow, well, you really pizza. zagged there on me. <laughs> was a big zag. <laughs> no, what I, well, thank you very much. It's not my first time. That was but well the, done. <laughs> but, the, but the reality, but the reality of Manfred was, I never thought, I never saw a leader from him. I never saw it. I would have been so much nicer to him, and I just thought at the time that all he was was one of those guys that he was an attorney that befriended a bunch of people at MLB and he had a cushy lawyer job. And that's all it was. And now he hasn't even been taking part in a majority of the negotiations. That's surprising to me. What else is he doing? I do know one thing about Rob Manfred that I love is that he subscribes to Sports with Friends. <laughs> and I, what I take away from that whole thing that you just said right there is that you stuck that bill with Jimmy Lee Solomon, and he paid for all the pizza. I did. And all I did. I wow, did way to go, I, man. I, I hyped him up. I was like, Mr. Solomon, where are we going next? What do you think about the All-Star game? Do you think it should end in a tie? I would ask him all those things. <laughs> and Rob Manfred, it was like, really? That guy? I, I still can't get over it. As and we Jimmy, all said today, the same thing. I this owe this guy, money. For, I owe this money for this pizza. You got that right, Jimmy. All right, great. Thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, I want to have a conversation with you. whatever bar we wind up going to next. I want to talk to you about some things. But you're going to take care of this, right? Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, no, Manfred. Now to forget about him. It's all good. I, I see what you did. I, I see where you're at. 
<laughs> He's on Twitter at Seth underscore Everett. That is at Seth underscore Everett. Sports with Friends podcast, Hall of Justice podcast. Uh, what do you got coming up? Uh, this time we went uh, back to Beijing. We found out what it was really like from somebody not employed by uh, NBC on what it was like at the Olympics. And Hall of Justice this week, we have the showrunner of the TV version of The Flash. Nice, nice. Uh, uh, Greg Berlanti? Uh, no, Eric Wallace. But <laughs> oh, I was close, though. I surprised you with my TV knowledge right awesome. there. Yeah, that would have been awesome. How about that? Huh? All right. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. You got it, guys. See you, Seth. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.